podcast is sponsored by Audible. Audible, stay connected, informed, and inspired. Try Audible Premium Plus for 30 days free. Your 30-day trial comes with one credit, two credits for Prime members, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. With the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals, you can listen all you want. No credits needed. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash entertainmentrants to start your Audible Premium Plus 30-day trial today. $14.95 a month after 30 days. Cancel any time. Audible, it's time to start listening. Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one opinion source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola as he sounds off on the latest movies, TV, music, gaming, comic books, and more. Now, here's the man of the hour, Marco Mazzola. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Marco Mazzola, and with me again is my wonderful wife, Amy. Hello, Amy. Hi. How are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm great. Tonight, gang, we are going to be talking about kinky boots. All things kinky boots. There's a lot of reverb. Is there some reverb going on? Oh, I'll find out why. Let's see if we can turn down. Turn down the main there, Skid Row. See what's happening. Go do that. Is that better? Yes. That's All right, good. Let's see what we can do. All right, gang. So tonight we're talking about Kinky Boots. Now, we went, again, to the North Shore Music Theater, Bill Haney's North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Massachusetts, a place we've been frequenting more mm-hmm. recently. Sure. We absolutely For love sure. it there. Um, just to give you an idea, um, you know, we, we recently did a podcast on uh, Little Shop of Horrors, which we liked a lot. Um, and tonight we got to see the opening night of Kinky Boots. And um, why don't you start? Mm-hmm. For, let's give it a little background, then we'll go into what we thought of the show and things like that. Give a little background on Kinky Boots itself. So Kinky Boots is, for those who don't know, it was written in 2013. It's based on a book by Harvey Firestein called Kinky Boots. And it's written, the music is all written by Cindy Lauper, mm-hmm. which is completely... Which I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that either until we got this. Um, it's based on, actually, there's a 2005 British film called Kinky Boots, um, which and it follows the story of Charlie, who's a young man... And his family has a shoe factory, yeah. and his father dies unexpectedly. So Charlie Charlie comes back. He's moved to London. He comes back to inherit the shoe factory and finds out that eh, the, the finances probably aren't so great. So they've got to come up to be with. Honest, he didn't want to do it. Like he no, was not interested right. in taking on the family business. But it's what third generation. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, the, the business had been around Something for a like long that. time. Yeah. The factory is one of those factory towns, you know, where like there's so many factories and like everybody relies on the factory mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's where they make mm-hmm. their money the whole town kind of thing yeah. um if people see a lot of different movies you, you know you think uh, tommy boy with callahan's mm-hmm. auto right like that's where my heart can and also in jumanji the father they yeah. own the, they own the shoe mm-hmm. you know parish shoes so like mm-hmm. to, to you know hearken to people that yeah. that's what you can think of too yeah very so, similar so charlie discovers that the business isn't very good and he really doesn't want to cash it in so he has this chance encounter with Lola, who is a drag queen. Yeah. Also, Lola's um, Lola's birth name is Simon, mm-hmm. and um, through they form this partnership to make boots for drag queens. Yeah, and through it and through a lot of different adventures and perils and things like that, they're able to revitalize the business ultimately. But I think, I mean, it's it's built as a show that's you know all about people accepting themselves as who they are and what they want in life and what they need to do and i think it it is exactly that it's really accepting the self accepting others who <laughs> yeah. they are like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. different themes that run through this show yeah They're very powerful themes um 
the music was uh, so for me, I had never seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never heard any of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always had an interest in watching the movie. Just kind of those movies that like I saw, I wanted to watch, never got around to it. It's on the bucket list. I want to see that movie, but so much going on, I just never did. So one of the wonderful things for me was going in. Even though I knew a loose version of what the story was about, I didn't really know that much. You know, unlike Little Shop of Horrors, which I've seen the movie a hundred times, mm-hmm. I heard the music a hundred times. This I had never heard the music, uh, so I didn't know the full story. So it was just wonderful to go in there with a fresh set of eyes, with no expectations as to what it was going to be or how they've done it previous or previous casts or mm-hmm. you know compared to the movies anything like that mm-hmm. so it was a wonderful surprise to watch this unfold and see the story and the music yeah. and, and and how amazing it was so you know not to not to put too fine a point on it we both loved it yeah oh my gosh Oh my gosh. And it a mark of a good wonderful. show when it ended and we sat there like, I could watch this again. Like oh, yeah. right now. Like, all right, take it from the top, you know, and just watch it again. It was just, it, joyful is the right word for it. Yeah. Like it was just fun. Some heavy themes in there, yeah. but very joyful move, uh, show and movement of the uh, the music and the, and the uh, choreography mm-hmm. and just incredible. And I think they dealt with the heavy themes really, really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they shied away from them. I don't nope. think they pretended that they weren't there. Um, and still was able to maintain its joyful, very 80s vibe flavor. Like, yeah. Once you know Cindy Lauper writes it, you're like, of course. Yes. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Even when we were leaving, they were playing girls that just want to have, have fun. fun. I thought that was funny. That I was had a good that time. tape. Yeah, so did I. So did I. I watched the, I watched the uh, um, video, the music video, many times on MTV. What's that? Right? When they actually played uh, music videos. I was not allowed to watch MTV. I, I weep for your childhood. Um, as, as you do mine. So, uh, again, going back to the theater, Bill Haney's, uh, Bill Haney is the owner-producer, and Kevin P. Hill is the uh, producing artist-director. Mm-hmm. And they were great. So they came out to introduce the show, as they always do, and they're both wearing the boots. Yeah. And Bill didn't move. Uh, Kevin, obviously, way more comfortable dancing Bill around. Practice. Bill definitely should practice. He did not move. He didn't even turn around to face the other part of the audience because he knew he was going to fall on his ass. Um, yeah, talk about that. Uh, uh, really hard to move in, in shoes like that, I guess. I've, obviously, I've never worn them myself. So, well, yeah. I mean, I think it. I think it is, but I think like you, you know, you have to get your balance right. Yeah. And I think a thinner heel is harder to balance sure. than anything else. So, like, isn't it more on are, the ball of your foot when you're doing yeah, that? Yes, there's yeah. a lot of pressure on the ball of your foot. It hurts yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, like, actually, I wanted to to be like, no, you should move. Because it's like the pressure, this is going to hurt more. Like right. just it definitely by the time they were lowering him down, like he was in pain. Yeah, just standing still. I wonder if he's just do that for opening night, or he's going to do that every night. Well, I hope he practices yeah. because I'm going to tell you, like just standing there in those, it's not good. And he was kind of like leaning back. It's not that he was not hunching. You see his knees buckling, like he's bending. No, just it hurts. I mean, it definitely hands. hurts. Yeah. But you, you like definitely. you get used to it. Yeah. You know. All right, so let's go through the cast. A, a wonderful cast. Uh, Luke Hamilton. Right, and plays Charlie. Plays Charlie, mm-hmm. um, and we have and uh, Julian Malone was Lola, Lola Simon. Yeah, Lola, Lola slash Simon. Yeah. yeah, and Audrey Bell Adams was Lauren. And the three of them actually played the uh, played the same we the same roles at the um, Theater by the Sea in Warwick, Rhode Island. This okay, summer. I did not so know it was that. The, it's the North Shore Music Theater sister theater. Gotcha. Okay. So they all were reprising those roles, which gotcha, I think gotcha. is really cool. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm just looking at the. Uh, so we have uh, Nicola, right? Etta Grover. Mm-hmm. Uh, George is Kevin B. McGlynn. McGlynn, yep. And then Dawn, James Fairchild. There's a lot of um, just really memorable characters, mm-hmm. I thought, in this. Uh, so, but who 
Who was your favorite character? I mean, Lola kind of obviously kind of steals the show in re- in respect. Um, but I gotta say, Lauren. Yeah. Was um, Don yeah. and Lauren were the two sort of like you know for opposite reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Don being the the gruff you know man's man you know doesn't like the you know uh, the 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 uh, drag queens being around mm-hmm. in very you know rural London you know off of London not London but um, England in England uh, what town do you remember what town they were in? I think they said Northampton. Right, Northampton. Thank you. And uh, you know so it was that whole tension the whole show, and then he was one of the ones who had to kind of accept somebody for who they were, and we'll get into that and how he did that. And came around to it but lauren was to me the breakout star like did not oh see God. that coming you know again hadn't seen the movie or knew much about it or even had heard the soundtrack so i i did not see i thought she was just sort of a background player and then she becomes more of a player into the show and he because she becomes basically his mm-hmm. his uh, marketing or you know pr person and helps helps uh, charlie create the show for Milan when they when they're gonna go and promote the boots and things like that. So and then of course, spoilers ahead, um, you know, if you haven't seen it, she they fall in love by the end of it. You know, uh, Charlie's originally uh, engaged to Nicola, but then they separate. Mm -hmm. She wants to be in London. He wants to now, you know, because of Lola and everything, he wants to take over the family business and actually make a go of it, making these, you know, kinky boots, essentially. So, And there's some ups and downs with that, which I I didn't see coming either, but I really liked. Um, But always struggle with that when they sort of have that negative part to it, where he turns into, like, kind of a big... Butthead, yeah, if but you will, you but you need have, that. Yes, you have to have drama. You have to have tension. You, you do. You have to have tension. You have to have drama. You have to have his redemption. Mm-hmm. You know, and then everybody kind of getting on his side, which mm-hmm. also then helped Dawn. Um, you know, realize and help, right? Bring everybody back mm-hmm. to him because he had to accept. You know, so there's so many great themes, so many great little parts to it. More than I thought there was going to be, I guess. You know what I mean? Like you kind of get this over our story of them making these boots and promoting the boots and trying to sell them and mm-hmm. bring back the family business, you mm-hmm. know, basically from bankruptcy and they're going to, you know, basically sell the fact the father had made a deal to sell the factory and Charlie didn't even know about it before he passed away. And then, you know, they come back and he's trying to build this back up again and, you know, you have Don's basically butting heads with Lola and then they create this little, you know, little tension between them and this argument and challenge between them and then Lola who is Simon whose father now we have this little we're talking about Lola's father who didn't accept him and his lifestyle and you know their separation but he was a prize fighter who taught Simon how to fight it was a you know basically trained by an expert boxer so they have this boxing match between Dawn and Simon essentially and Lola and you know does, Lola basically throws the fight so that Don doesn't get basically harassed at work the next day, so he gets still respected. But then Don has to do something that Lola says you have to do, and he can't turn it down, and it's accepting somebody for who they are. And then turns around, and it's you think he's going to turn around and accept Lola, but it's not. It's Charlie because then Charlie. That's when Charlie has the big, you know, blowout with everybody. He's so tense about this Milan show, mm-hmm. and basically turns on everybody and turns on Lola, who you know had his back and was doing this whole thing and up to his whole life from London to be there and then basically turns on everybody and that's that's how they you know Don brings it back brings the whole crew back in to complete the and then everybody of course shows up with the boots on at the show mm-hmm. which is incredible but talk to me about some of the other parts that you love like who was your favorite character so I loved Lola of course like any scene that Lola is in you cannot 
take your eyes off of her. Yeah. Like, it's just incredible. Yeah. So well done. So uh, the voice, the range, everything. Like, the yeah. depictions. I, I mean, big props to Julian Malone. Oh, my God. Julian Malone is an incredible talent. I wept. I cried. I have not cried so much. Two parts. Yeah. I have not cried so hard at a song in the theater since we saw Hamilton. And I was pregnant, and you watched, spoiler alert, well, we, we saw that Hamilton's on TV, death. not in the theater, but we're going to no, go see that we, anyway. Yes. But, so, uh, not my father's son. Yeah. I was crying. Like, sure. I could not stop crying. Oh, yeah, you were. You I was were, very, were very, deep, very emotional. Deep. Yeah. Talking about, you know, the rejection that he felt from his father, and just the pain. And Charlie, in a similar way, mm-hmm. you know, even though his father loved him very much, but, you know, was feeling very, uh, very much the same. Um, but you know, because well, he wasn't being what his father wanted, wanted him to be, and I think you know that's a theme that can resonate with a lot of people sure. in a lot of ways. Yeah, right. Like you, when you aren't what your parents want you to be, or as you grow up and you realize, like, hey, you know, my parents aren't perfect, or my parents, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't always do things the right way, or when yeah. you start to see that your parents as an adult can be really hard yeah sure you know to accept them for who they really yeah, are it's very shattering and sometimes. love them yeah and love them despite it yeah you know they're positives they're negatives i i i absolutely cried like i i had a hard time stopping yeah, yes you did yes <laughs> you did. what was the stopping. other one there was another one you you started to go on no not really you said there was two times uh no you said there were two times oh, i thought you said there was two times Sorry. no that, that's my fault i thought you said no. there was two times you were i will to. say another moment in the show that really resonated with me was the was the song the history of wrong guys? Oh my God! <laughs> Story of my life. Yes, before we my often marriage. talk about the parade of losers. <laughs> yes, that you Story that you met. Story of my life before my marriage. We often talk about the parade route. Oh my God! Never did I know there were so many people who were dysfunctional in yes. Massachusetts, and I dated them all. I but you ended up with one. <laughs> but, no, you know, no. You're not dysfunctional. Oh, good. That's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Not more than the average. Oh, good. All right. So I'm average. I like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. The history of our guys. And her voice, her voice is incredibly, like, it's a very 80s. Yeah. (laughs) It's very 80s themed, very poppy. And she went with it. Yes. And it was incredible. Her performance. Who's the singer now? Um, Adele. No, not Adele. Uh, Is it Megan Trainer? What's the other one? Who sings not about the... um, Oh. I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll come oh, back to it. Okay. I don't want to dead air, but like, oh my God, I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. Um, it's all about the hips or something. Like, all about the, the, the all ball. about that bass. All about the bass. That's Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. That's what she she reminded me of her. Okay. Blonde. Yeah. Right. Same poppy voice, mm-hmm. kind of with a good range. She reminded yeah. me of her. That's what yeah. she reminded me of. Yeah. No, she was Thought really. I the, Thought I had the name she, right. She was really impressive. Yes. She was really impressive. When she was doing that. She was belting out the song, and then she kneels down, and the wind machine blows her hair oh, back. Isn't it awesome? It was underneath the it was underneath the uh, the conveyor belt. I don't know if you saw it, but it was like a standard like wind machine mm-hmm. that like you used to like dry out a, a factory or whatever. Yeah, it was just Sarah. Like I noticed, like oh, that's a wind machine. It's just blowing right to her hair. It's like Tony Katane in the White Snake video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just random blonde hair flowing anybody randomly who, in the wind. Anybody who grew up in the eighties will know exactly what yes, I'm talking about. Exactly. And if you don't, go look it up. If you don't, I'm yeah. sure it's on YouTube. 
YouTube somewhere. Uh-huh. For uh, sure. Yeah, so that was that was awesome. I mean, like you said, her voice was incredible. Great range. Yeah. Super great range. But those things that like they they she had that little humor too, right? That she totally. like kinda look at the audience, give that sort of break that fourth wall, if you will. Totally. Kinda like, you know, wink, yeah. you know what I mean? To the shrug, the wink at the yeah. audience. And Lola did some of that too, yeah. which I really appreciated. Yeah, I like that. I also have to say, like, the amount of people in this production who not only walked, but danced and pranced and flew around the stage yes. in six-inch heels yeah. was well, so with, impressive. With the uh, rise, you know, with the, uh, uh, what do you call them, the, 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 the platforms, thank you, with the platform in the front. It's not just a flat shoe in the front with the, the six-inch heels. The platform makes it easier. Does it? The platform I, I would, makes it easier I, to balance. Again, I never, so I wouldn't know that. But so I, the platform to me, it would, takes the platform takes pressure off of the ball of your foot and actually makes it a little bit easier to balance. Weird. See, I because would think just because you're so high, your foot has to like you feel like your foot's going to roll off of it. No, you're a little more even. That oh, way. okay. You're a little All more right. even again. But like it's it. no, it's crazy. I kept thinking that the entire time. Lola did the whole show in heels. Pretty much, yeah. It was only like one or two scenes where almost you know. the entire thing in heels, and I was like, oh my god. I don't think I've ever worn heels that long in my entire life. And certainly not danced around like that. No, let alone that. Yeah. Height. Yeah, jumping and dancing and all kinds of spinning and stuff. And then, of course, there was the backup dancers. Yes, the angels. The angels, thank you. Oh, my Lord. I have to tell you, my the, the commitment that it takes to... I am not super familiar with drag, but as an outside person mm-hmm. looking in, the commitment that it takes to do that, like... I bow to all of you. Yes. My God, that is a lot of commitment to your art. Yes. You're dancing in heels. You're doing everything that it takes to make your body look feminine. Like, I bow to you. I mean, the amount of makeup you have to do. The costuming was incredible. The tucking, when touched on that briefly, like I said, there was a lot of tucking going on. Um, And really well done. You know, I'm going to say that from a very straight point of view. It was was amazing to see, like you said, the commitment and um, the artistry. Of that went into it, and you know, like you said, it's just incredible to see that. And yeah, it was their 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 voices mm-hmm. were up there because obviously they did a lot of singing, backup singing, mm-hmm. um, the splits, you know, things that were just incredible. Yes, the athleticism yes. and the dancing. Oh yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, on that one circular stage. Oh my god, and they're doing splits and getting up in six inch heels. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. I've been a martial artist 36 years. I don't want to do this. I, I'm not doing splits either. Forget it. It's not happening. Well, <laughs> and we're I supposed mean, you to. Know, it's <laughs> not that. Let's <laughs> be it, able to. Uh, nope. you, I mean, ladies will be with me on this, but, like, do you know how hard it is to, like, it's hard to get your balance. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty impressive. They were, like, up. Yeah. Boom. Popped right like, back up again. Boom. Just doing it. Absolutely. My God. Yes. Did you sleep in those things? You must have. <laughs> you had to have. Absolutely. Oh now, what God. do we think of the star Luke Hamilton, who played Charlie? I think he did a very good job. Mm-hmm. I think there were times, and we talked about this a little bit, where yeah. it seems like, I don't know what to say. Like, he could... I know, hold- you don't want to say anything, like, bad, because he did a great job, and, and the incredible. show was amazing. And then there were times with certain notes that, I don't know if it's fair to say, like, he struggled a little bit to hit them. Like, he had range and he had power. I thought sometimes he didn't have enough power. Okay. It seemed a little too in the back, you know, when he was trying to really belt out. Mm-hmm. And the, the tough part, of course, is you're now trying to, you know, you got Julian, um, you know, Malone, and you know, so you got Lola, and just stealing and, and chewing up the scenery left, right, and center. And the the power in his voice was just really super powerful, and but not overwhelming in terms of like the audio. Mm-hmm. Everything was really pitch perfect. Um, but then Luke was not quite there. 
not necessarily supposed to be either. Like maybe the part really isn't supposed to be. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying? But there was so. definitely some ballads, some sol- some solos that I felt like, he, like you said, he was kind of struggling a little bit to hold that high and hold that note and really punch it out so there wasn't the same volume going on. However, I would say that last one that he did when he was yes. you know, down and out and everybody had left him, mm-hmm. that was impressive. Like uh-huh. that, that really, he really sold it there. It started out a little shaky and even you told me you, you could hear a little bit. There was bit. a moment, yeah. There was a moment, but then by the end of it was absolutely oh, yeah. crushing it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely crushed it. And it crushed not only the volume and the tone, the range got a little bit better and then the emotion. Yes. The absolute the, emotion of it well, that he think, hit was inquisitive perfect and i think throughout like the emotion was always there Mm -hmm. with him like the emotion was always present and i thought he did a really nice job of portraying charlie as this really earnest guy who just wanted the best and then kind of let himself get carried away and become this total monster to the people around him who he was caring about and like nothing was good enough right and and that's what i'll say you know, even though I, I struggled a little bit with his range and the singing portion, I thought the acting portion was spot on. I agree. Spot on. Uh, I believed in who mm-hmm. he was. I believed in what he was saying and his emotions and, and mannerisms and his, you know, uh, drive behind what he was saying. Absolutely. You know, I, I felt that, you know, he was Charlie. He wasn't just an actor portraying this role. Exactly. He really felt like him. So that I thought was pitch perfect. I thought that was wonderful. Um, you know, and, and I, don't, I don't think there was anybody in the show I didn't quite believe. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they all really had mm-hmm. their characters really, you know, yeah. and this was opening night. So, you know, and like you said, some of them had done this before, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, just the ability to get there and stay there the whole time and stay in that uh, that zone was incredible. So, yeah, I mean, overall, obviously, we love the, we love the show. Um, what did you feel anything uh, needed to be improved as opening night? Who knows? We, you know, we're going to drop this uh, the day after. We're going to drop this on Thursday. So people have plenty of time to go see it. Unlike our last reviews, <laughs> we, we did it after the close of the show, the last performance. And we have this we're, habit of going to the last we one. We do. Tonight, we were lucky enough to be invited to the opening. Yeah. Um, and thank you to Mike as well um, from the from the, from North, the, Shore the, from the North Shore Music Theater for inviting us to the show. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to see more. Yeah. Um, you know, we will definitely be there. You know, the next show is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about going to Christmas Carol, which we've done before, but we'd love to see it, yeah. you know, again. We really liked um, it last year. Yeah. And then obviously they have a, a which at the end we'll talk about all the different shows that they have coming up next, next season. Yep. Um, we'll go over that before we, we sign off tonight. Um, mm-hmm. So anything that you thought um, wasn't 100% for you? Because, I mean, this show had so much 100% all over it. Yeah. I. I don't know. I would have to think about that. Does anything spring to mind for you? I think if it was anything for me was some of the um, positioning of the characters, the peripheral characters who are standing there in the factory. Um, you're being around theater. It's, yeah. it's, it's you know, it, it, theater in the round. It's got to be incredibly hard. Right, mm-hmm. we had incredible seats. Thank you, Mike. We had incredible yeah, seats. Yeah, no, they were really awesome. You know, and so we we were in like one of the prime locations to see everything, um, but yet there were still moments. Uh, the first time I think Lola um, kind of like played, and you know, whenever we got that first shock moment, yeah, when Lola, I don't know what, but I don't know what she did because yeah. there was two people blocking me. Two of the characters were blocking me, standing there, and I couldn't see that. I couldn't see what she was doing. But I also think that that's part of theater in the round. Is that it, it the, is? But they were standing back. there, so like part of it could have been if they're moving more than just standing, 
Because okay, once they're maybe. there, whatever's happening across, you can't see it. But if the characters, side characters are slightly moving mm-hmm. a little bit or sitting or, kneel or whatever, mm-hmm. then I would have been able to see. I don't, I don't know. They were stationary because think... they were at their little, you know, their, mm-hmm. their places where they were working mm-hmm. in the factory. I think it's hard because, like... I, I do think with theater in the round, there's all your back is always going to be to somebody, and I think it's hard. I understand what you're saying. Like I think right, but if that those two people were staying at their stations right. weren't I there, I would have seen what Lola was doing. Yes, even though she was across the stage. Well, you know what I mean, she was there to was the a, left. Oh, I don't know that I'm, we're thinking of the same moment because I'm thinking of some moment where she like, did it twice. She did yeah. like was kind of lifted the skirt or something like that. Or, I don't know. Bumped into somebody like you know. Remember she was doing it. She kind of grinded up on the the older guy. What's his name? Who who helped run the factory? Don. Don. Thank you. No, no, no not Don. Don. The other George. Guy, George. But did something to someone before that, and then like so there was a kind of an uh, uh, every everybody mm-hmm. in the theater just like cracked up and gasped and it was you know I'm sure it was hysterical, but I couldn't see it. Oh. You know, and again, if the yeah. characters around were kind of moving more, a little bit more, mm-hmm. I would, you know, everybody would see because I'm sure there's other people who, who you know from the other side because there were people standing there. There was a lot of that because we there was a few bar scenes. Mm-hmm. The bar scenes were a little bit better because people were kind of mingling and yep. drinking and moving a little bit more. Um, the factory scenes were a little bit more stationary for the characters because again because they had their little stations where they were like you know working the leather or doing whatever, so they were standing at their stations. I have to tell you too, like I in the bar scene in particular. I was, you know, the song was going on or whatever, but I always look at the, like, peripheral characters do, to yeah. see what they're doing. Sure. And it was incredible. Like, they were really engaged. Yeah. Like, they were really engaged, and I felt like they were really there in the do moment. Do you want to hear what they're saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, because they're having, like, little conversations to make it look like they're really having conversations. So what is it that they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work for an audio company, Cambridge Soundworks, and we did a commercial one time. And I was talking to the CEO at the time, like in the commercial, like the camera was just panning by and we're supposed to be talking about the speakers. And he Mm -hmm. was, quote unquote, the salesman. And I forget myself and somebody else was the, um, uh, you know, the the, the customers. And he was showing and he was pointing at the speaker and he was talking. And you, but it's not, there's no, you can't hear him. It's an overture. He's like a voiceover, somebody talking about the yeah. speakers. And he's sitting there, like, basically going, Do you know these screens are made of pure dog shit? And that's <laughs> what he said. We're like trying not to laugh, like Tom, really? Like, he's trying, you know what I mean? So we're like trying not to crack up as the camera pans by us. I'm always wondering. Like, kind of like, like that. Is somebody yeah. saying something, yeah, absolutely. you know? You know, and, 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 you know, are they going to crack up their coast, their, you know, the castmate or something like that because they're saying something? Or are they just, yeah. You know what I mean? Or is it a set thing they're supposed to talk mm-hmm. about, you know? No, I don't know. I mean, I always want to know. Yeah, because they were, they looked so real. Well, yes, but that's why, and that's why you always look at that, right? Yeah. Or I think a lot of people do, or a lot of people who've done theater, mm-hmm. you know, done theater, like, you know, my big high school career here, <laughs> but, you know, that it was what it was. Yeah. But, you know, I remember, like, that's, I think you're, like, attracted to those, you know, you, you want to see. Yeah. You want to see if anybody's making a mistake. And it was, people did, there was one point where um, George dropped a pencil or the pencil flew out of his yes, hand or something. Yes, by accident, yeah, yeah, And one of the guys kind of was bumped. laughing. Yeah. yeah. And he went and picked it up. He was just like, ah, what the hell happened? <laughs> he threw the pencil, He just yes. kind of like, yeah, he just kind of went. Yeah. I like things like that. It. I like things like it's spontaneous, it's kind of funny. Yeah, you have to make but the best of it. it. Not just that, it makes it look real. Like, God knows how many times I'm trying to do something, shit goes flying out of my hands. Yeah, I'm like, ah, right now, really? <laughs> this is the time for this? Like, it just makes it look real. It adds more to the realism of the show. It's okay. Which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, costumes. Talk to me about costumes. I think the costuming was great. Um, I think, you know, Lola, of course, all the stuff was over the top. Um, I loved the her 
backup dancers are mm-hmm. called the angels. Yeah. So I loved the angels costumes. I thought they were each very creative. Yes. Um, and a little bit different, even though they were always along the same theme. They were very cool. Um, I think they, <laughs> they had uh, the factory workers had on these uh, smocks that remind me of something that like my grandmother used to wear when she was washing the dishes. Yeah, yeah, my mother still wears them. Yeah, I know. Tasha does too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my 20, what old is she? 24, 25 year old? Five. 25 year old niece wears one too. Like, oh boy, she's wearing her shamumu. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she definitely does when she washes the dishes. So, um, yes. Yes. That's so, funny. That's what I was thinking of the whole time. Yeah. My grandmother definitely had those. Yeah, I, I did. I, yeah, I'm the feel the same way. The costumes were. Over the top in a wonderful way for the you know for the tobacco for the everyone in the drag and things like that and then um, to watch everybody come out at the end in the boots including Dawn. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I think I mean I've seen like other productions still. It's not necessarily this show per se of other companies doing it. And not everybody is. Yeah, I you know really what I mean. Like so that. like when I mean every single person, there was one person who had like shorter red boots, but wasn't like the total like over the knee thigh high ones. But everybody else was fully committed. To it and, and like you said, just dancing around like crazy, really good. It, the, the music is so upbeat, mm-hmm. you know. It, even the sad songs, but like the music was so. I mean, it's well. I think no. I think the music is very upbeat. A lot of it, and then the other songs though, they really like they take you there. Yeah. They What's your you- favorite? My favorite song. Yeah, your favorite song on the show. You would know better. Than that. I've only heard it once. Mm. So I have to I have to think about it a little bit more before I can answer that because I've only heard it one time. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot that I really, you know, I mean, the sex sex is in the heel is like oh, iconic, yeah. right? Yes. Like that's, and I loved everything that Lola sang. I would have to say, like, not my father's son was so touching on so many levels. Yeah, but it's not a song I could listen to it over and over again. I think I probably could. Really? Yeah. I, th- I think you're right. It's an amazing song. Mm-hmm. An incredibly sung, but because of the subject matter, because it's so tugging at your heart, yeah. tugging at your heart, it's not something I can like bop down the road on no. ninety five. You know what I mean you know singing to it and singing. You know what no. I mean? It's just not something I do. No. I have a hard time with the same thing in Hamilton. When you know what I mean when they're talking about their kids and stuff. Yeah, just forget it. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I really i liked I liked Land of Lola. Yeah. also quite a bit. I mean, I, pretty much, and I, and so I guess if I have to pick one, though, like the history of the wrong guys, probably yeah. that's probably that where my heart is most. Yeah, you know, it just it resonates the most with me and my life experience, shall we say? <laughs> yes, we can definitely say that. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It's just it's such a wonderful production. I definitely want to see it again. We don't have time to. No, I know. Uh, right? You know, we have tickets for the Sunday show. We're going to have to give them away because we're so busy opening up our second location, our new location for our school, that like to be able to see it again. But like I said, mm-hmm. I could sit there right after and watch it again. Yeah, which you is know? incredible because I'm the top. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let's let's do it again. Let's rewind again. Let's rewind to do it again. That was incredible. Yeah, it was. I liked. I mean, I think it was just we we said that even at the. Um, even at this, you know, the the intermission. Yeah. We're saying, like, it's just really, really, really well, you know, just fun, right? Yeah. Like, uh, what, a, what a great thing to do on Wednesday night. Yes. So. Wednesday night show. 
Mm-hmm. Paid for paid for parking, which you don't have to do at the, the, the building. You can, and you complained about it at first until we got out of there real quick. You're like, yeah, let's pay for parking every time. Yes, it was only ten dollars, so, so you know it's not bad at all. But you don't have to pay just to kind of give. You don't have this free parking in there. Yeah, as well. If you want to get up close and get out of there quickly, so just I so everyone it. knows, there's tickets. You know, tickets are available. Yes, the performances are from October 25th through November 6th. Yep, Tuesday through Thursday, 7:30. Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. and matinees Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday at 2 p.m. Yes. So you have plenty of time to go see it, and you really should. You can get tickets at nsmt.org. Or, and on their social media is at official nsmt. That's Instagram. That's the Instagram. I think that might also be their, their Facebook, stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's what their sign says. Yeah. And their Twitter, uh, and even their YouTube. So, uh, definitely check them out. But yes, the website itself to get tickets is nsmt.org. Um, you can also call their box office, which is 978-232-7200. Um, they have, uh, their season, uh, you know, coming up for in 2023. Before that, though, you have a Christmas carol, as we had mentioned, from December 1st to the 23rd. Mm-hmm. This will be the 31st annual production. Uh, David Coffey again is uh, Scrooge. I mean, amazing. We, we've done this. We've done that uh, podcast already, but you know, I wouldn't mind doing it again, to be honest with you and get a little comparison now a year later, but he is just out of this world. I mean, he's incredible at that. Obviously he's been doing it. I think what did we say? He missed like one, one yeah, or two out of the whole thing. Yeah. He missed uh, the whole 31 in, you know, productions. Um, so yeah, that, that we, hopefully we'll get to see that. Um, next season, um, there is beautiful, the Carol King musical, uh, which, you know, looks, looks real good. Uh, we're excited for that one's June 6th through the 18th. Um, you have the sound of music coming up from July 11th to the 23rd, uh, Margaritaville, escape to Margaritaville from Jimmy Buffett's. It's August 15th through August 27th. Um, the full Monty. From September 26th to October 8th. And then, uh, basically for the first time anywhere, apparently, uh, according to, um, them at, at the show, they have a musical revolution of Elvis. The first production, first sort of authorized Elvis musical production that we know about. Which apparently has 40 of his songs 40 in it. 40 of his songs. You're absolutely right. 40 Elvis hits. Um, and that's going from October 31st to November 12th. Of 2023, I will be very curious to see what the. I hope we get to go to that one. I would really like to go to that one. Let's make a point to do that when you get VIP packages. um, You know, so you buy uh, a bunch of different you know shows at a time, which is actually what we did. Mm -hmm. We We bought uh, we bought like a three pack, which is really good. So a lot of great. you know, pricing and easy to easy accessible, mm-hmm. you know, to get family going in there, you know, date night, whatever you like, um, you know, and it's easy to get to, mm-hmm. you know, it's right off of uh, 90, actually 128 really at that mm-hmm. point, right? Um, so it's just super easy to get to and get out of there. We love it there. We go there now. You know, we, we used to go there like a little bit before the show. Now we go there like an hour early. Yeah. Have a little drink, get good parking, sort of hang around. We took great pictures of us at the boots. Yes. Just so everyone understands, my priority is to have a drink. Marco's priority is to have good parking. And those who know me will know better that oh, parking, parking is very important. Parking is parking the bane of a, my existence. Parking in this is marriage. the bane of my existence since I bought a car. I know, the first honey. Car between it's so living, hard to be you. It is hard. It's not easy. Old jobs. Parking. We used to park like a mile away. It was. We've had parking issues no matter where I've gone. 
So hoping at the news place there's not that much parking problems. So far there hasn't been. Okay. If so there is, you'll few, find I'm it. I'm sure I will. Like people parking for right in front of the stairs where there's yeah, no parking. I know. Uh, I saw an Uber. Sure. I saw a Lyft or an Uber. One of those. Uh, one of those guys getting right in front of the stairs to pick up a. Yeah, well, that's an Uber. It was either Uber or a DoorDash or somebody who was going in to pick up a package. You know, pick up uh, from the bagel place. Oh, well, yeah. Oh boy, they were right in front of the stairs. Anyway, I digest. So, all right, gang. Um, so what would you give it oh. if we're going to give it a star rating? How many boots? How many boots did you oh, give How us? many boots? I mean, I can't I can't lie. It's got to be a five boot. I, you know, I know that sounds tacky. I know that sounds pandering. It's just not. I mean, it's... No. I you, couldn't gasp for more on this show. Like, I really, you know you, what I mean? You What did you give Little Shop of Horrors last time? Three, three and a half? Like, yeah, around three, three and a half. I mean, I'm yeah. dead honest with my ratings. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I like something, I like something. If I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to be super honest. Every review we give them, yeah. I'm going to be super honest with it. Mm-hmm. I would give this a five, too. I mean, I think it was really, um, it was just really incredible. Like, yeah. I think it was much... I am surprised, again, how it could deal with such th- serious themes mm-hmm. in a very appropriate manner, but also make you feel good. Yeah. And so, like, so I would give a little comparison to Little Shop of Horrors. Not that they're, yeah. I mean, they're completely, very completely different shows. You know, and I know I complained a lot about last time about <laughs> the set dressing and the lack of there. This one, you know, had, a, other than the big structure for the factory, had a little less... But yet, it felt better to me. Mostly because, as you said, this is a bigger cast. It's a lot more singing and dancing. So they had to move around. Like, they couldn't be that much on stage because they had there was such a big cast of people flipping around on stage, dancing and doing everything. So it had to be. So, like, I didn't feel a void mm-hmm. of set. You know what I mean? Because there's so much happening. I think the hard thing, and Little Shop of Horrors is its own particular, because Audrey 2 is such a part of it, Yeah, and her presence is there, even when she's small, mm-hmm. everything revolves around her. And to be fair, I had seen the movie first. I know. This, I hadn't seen anything, so I'm no. expecting, like, in the flower shop, I expected some more, you know, flowers. There weren't any. There were very none, you know, like, there was the, the register, but there was no, like things of even dead flowers or real flowers anywhere to be seen. Uh, they might have like brought a bouquet on stage once in a while, like they were doing they wrapped it and then gone. But there wasn't anything around representing that it was a floral shop other than a register and a, and a fake door. Right. But they don't but but that's when you do that kind of stuff, right? Again, you know, theater in the round, you have to consider what's blocking people. Sure, no, I get it. And so it's they everything is you've always super minimal there. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Like, I didn't, none of that bothered me. It didn't even occur to me that there should be flowers. There were flowers in my head. <laughs> there I were any flowers them. in my head. There were flowers in my head. <laughs> there were any What's flowers in my you? head. There were all kinds of shoes but like, and but things look at in the, my But look at tonight's show, right? You, they kept bringing on those carts to show you what they're working on, the leather working mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Like, there was a lot more props even in this show. Okay. You know, plus the big factory, the conveyor mm-hmm. belt, which was part of They had to use that as part of it. Yeah. With the staircase going mm-hmm. up and everything like that for the higher level when they were talking down to the employees mm-hmm. and the stuff like that. So there was more on this show than, than I thought. Yeah. You know, so, again, it didn't you know, have but that was... void. People rolled on the carts and they rolled off the carts. You yeah. Know? And they, and they mm-hmm. did it very well, very seamless. And I thought that was, I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. I, and I think, like, I, I, there definitely had to be less here, right? Because there were more people moving, sure. dancing, jumping, yeah. doing all of the acrobatic things. But yeah, there doing. was still, to me, there was still more than the last one. And I really appreciated it. I, I really liked the sets. 
on this one. I liked, you know, the, the lack thereof, the dancing when we we're at Lola's. Yeah. You know, the lights sold it. Oh, for sure. Right, all the different lighting, you know what I mean? The different, you know, the bulb lighting, the, the red mm-hmm. and the, it's just, it's totally sold the fact that you're in that kind of a, of a club. Environment. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was yeah. incredible. It didn't, that well, didn't need anything else. No, I agree. I agree. And I think that, but also I think that this is like, <laughs> this is, and I don't know, I'm going to say happier again, but like, this is more like a, a musical, you know, like in. Not an old-timey musical, mm-hmm. but, like, musicals are generally pretty happy, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, it happens, the guy gets the girl, everybody's happy, blah, 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 we save the town, we redirect the river, Lassie comes mm-hmm. home. That's right. You know, I think recently musicals have gotten, like, like Phantom of the Opera doesn't end happy, right? Or Les Mis, you know, depending on which way you look at sure. it, doesn't necessarily I mean, Hamilton end doesn't happy. end happy. Hamilton certainly does not end happily. Like... You know, it's different. And I think that Little Shop of Horrors falls into one of those, like, like Little Shop of Horrors is dark. It's dark. The it motif is dark. Is dark. The, the, move, the, the, the play is dark. The movie is dark. Yeah, the whole the thing The director's is, cut is very dark. You know, the whole thing is just dark. Yeah. It's just about the desecration of life on the planet. Yeah. So it's, I feel like less is more there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not as much that you can do with it. And... It's fitting, like it's it's about how we're all becoming a wasteland. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's joyful. It we're is all, joyful, even with the even with the overtone and themes together. and and you know the people with sort of the prejudices and all that kind of stuff. But it was people overcoming them yes. and seeing through them and coming together, and that I thought was amazing. The, yeah. the, you know, I love the themes in this one. I really do. I think yes, and I think again, like they did not shy away from they. They played it out, right? That there were people who were not going to accept Lola as she was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really had no use for a drag queen and thought that Charlie was losing his mind and dishonoring his father's memory and all of these other things. And then, you know, you had Lola just asking, you know, Dawn to accept her, accept someone as they are. Yeah. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter who it is, anyone. And I guess I felt bad for Lola when, you know, she or he had to think, had to feel like had to dress like a man, like proper in the yeah. factory. I felt like I was like, even I was in my brain, I'm like, no, what are you doing? Yeah, that's not who, that's you, not are. who you are. Not Don't who you are. do that. Yeah, that's that's the worst thing you can do it is to pander mm-hmm. to people like that. Just because you, you know, you think that's what you have to do to fit in. Yeah. It's the worst thing anybody can do. I think that was the other part of the, like, not but my father's I, 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 son. But I don't get why yeah. somebody would think that way or no. kind of hit that road or or, well, or stumble like that because it's pretty hard out there. Pressure. Yeah, or it's tough out pressure. there. People suck. But I think People can suck when it comes to that and then making people feel, you know, out of place and, you know what I mean? So I get it. Like If it's not hurting I anyone, empathize. Obviously, I can't sympathize, but I can definitely empathize. Yes. If it's not hurting anyone, why do you care? Yeah. How How is it you feel like it's hurting you, not doing anything to you, against you, by you, for you, away from you? So what do you care? Why do you have to go mm-hmm. after people and their being when they're hurting no one, especially you? Exactly right. They're not trying to involve you in it. They're not trying to turn you, quote unquote, right? What these lunatics think about, you know what I mean? Just leave them the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. Pardon my French, but you know what I mean? You know, people have the right to live their life Mm -hmm. how they're going to live their life as long as they're obeying the law and. Yeah. Not, you know, not doing horrible things. And I think that that's. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that. But that, that I think was the other part of what made. You know, 
my not my father's son so heart-wrenching was here's Lola this is the first time we see her more as Simon right yeah. like dressed as a man mm-hmm. in a more traditional male way still with makeup and still the nails painted but dressed in a suit basically yeah. and just no wig no wig just like it regular, just doesn't you know, quote-unquote guy shoe male shoes yeah. you know it's just bit. not yeah and you could just see how uncomfortable he was and all of it you mm-hmm. know yeah, because that's not it's not who he is. It's yeah. not his expression. Absolutely. As uncomfortable as Bill was in the beginning of the show wearing those boots. <laughs> he was working those working those boots. About the same thing. I'm telling you. Could not wait to get out of them. Um all right, that's that was it. I that is I think we've chewed up that one like you wouldn't believe and we gushed all over that, that musical. Um like I said, I I wish we had time to go see it again. Me too. So, um, I truly do. We'll live vicariously through all of our listeners. Please, mm-hmm. anybody in the Boston area, if you're not in the Boston area, come to the Boston area. If you're <laughs> going to be around the Boston area anytime between now and November 6th, please make sure you go to NMS North Shore Music Theater, so NSMT.org, and get your tickets to the show. It is wonderful. Uh, you'll have a great time. You're going to be standing up. You're going to be dancing. You're going to be clapping. You're gonna, it's just, it is great. So please go see it. So thank you, Amy. Always a pleasure. Always fun when you get to do it. We'll see you at the next one, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have fun. Everybody else can find us online at uh, entertainmentrants.com or at our social media at entertainmentrants. Please feel free to drop us a line at Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of the show. We'll read it on the podcast itself. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys again and talking. Look for our future stuff coming out. Um, I have an interview with Zach Barrick from uh, the uh, Netflix show. Uh, uh, it's just a wonderful I had a wonderful talk with this young man today and we're going to be able to uh, drop that hopefully in the next few days or so. Uh, this will be dropping tomorrow so this will come out before that. So but definitely wait look for that and then on Monday a special Monday drop because since Monday is Halloween we're dropping our Halloween episode with the regular ranters and talking about the original 70s version Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. So look forward to that. And uh, we'll look forward to you guys talking to you soon. And uh, keep on uh, ranting, everybody. Night, Amy. Good night. Oh, no.